And welcome to the Striped Onion Show, where we peel them back good. And now to our host, the man with the plan, Sergeant Peel. Happy New Year, SOSers. I'm going to give you all that name now. How about that? So anyway, I just wanted to start 2021 off on the right foot. And that's by saying, Happy New Year. We made it through 2020. How about that? So there you go. Don't ask me why we started this show in the middle of a pandemic. Uh, The best answer I can give you, we didn't intend to. That's for sure. Uh, But no, we worked on the show. Like I said in the first show, we worked on this show for about a year, maybe a little more, just to try to figure out what we wanted to do and how we wanted to do it. And we wanted to get the word out. That's the biggest thing. It is so important that we take care of each other and take care of ourselves. So that's why, that's why it happened the way it did. Um, I don't want to say timing was everything, but honestly, the way the pandemic flowed, it actually helped us get this thing out quicker than we planned. So it is what it is. So September of last year, We threw it out there. We did eight shows in 2020. Those eight shows were phenomenal. That's that's the only way I can put it, all eight shows. I mean, we had hundreds of views on our various platforms. Um, So if you're tuning in right now, you're obviously listening to us on one of our platforms, or maybe you're listening through our website. I, I don't know, but I'll tell you this. If you're looking for where all we put it out there, uh, Anchor FM, uh, that's the main podcast platform that's linked to several others. Uh, we got picked up by Spotify podcast. I love it. Uh, Apple podcast picked us up. So that's awesome. And iHeart podcast picked us up. So we've got some pretty good clout for the show. Uh, we also have a YouTube page, so you can listen to us on YouTube. If you're a YouTuber, the biggest thing we need help with is making sure that whichever platform you're listening to, you're giving us a thumbs up, a like, a subscribe, whatever it is that you have to do. But the one thing we really like is when you ask us questions and, and talk to us on channels or, or pages or whatever, um, we'll answer. Uh, we don't care if it's on YouTube. We don't care where you listen to it. Ask. We, we're not looking for, you know, the million subscribers because I could care less how many subscribers we have. I'll be honest with you. I'm looking for the content getting out to the people who need to hear it so that they can better their lives. That's our goal. That's our only goal. We're not trying to make money. We don't care about the money. We don't care about that. We're, we care about you. We care about the first responder. We care about the first responder families. We care about our military members. So that's a big deal. That's where we're at. So I just want to take a minute and tell you, I want to tell you about 2020 and what it was like for us. You know, we started out, you know, episode one really was just kind of saying, Hey, check us out. This is what we're going to do. That's it. Uh, But episode two started with Andy Carrier, a very strong start, very strong individual. Uh, He had just recently retired from the Georgia State Patrol as a captain. Uh, He was also the director of the Georgia Office of Public Safety Peer Support. Um, And he brought forth some good wisdom, some good information. And I I couldn't ask for a better start um, other than the second show or the show right after him, Eric Skidmore. Basically, to me, Eric is Andy's dad. <laughs> I say it like that. He says, CISM dad. There we go. So 
if you look for somebody in Georgia and you think about CISM in Georgia, that's Andy. But if you think about CISM in South Carolina and a lot of times all over the Southeast, you think about Eric Skidmore. Uh, Eric Skidmore is the program coordinator for SC LEAP, which is South Carolina Law Enforcement Assistance Program. Uh, in episode three, he brought forth some good information. Um, and I'll be honest with you, he's one of my closest friends and, and confidants when it comes to the CISM world. So, Eric, great resource. Check out episode three. You know, I went right behind Eric with, and I like to say this all the time, with a guy. <laughs> you know, episode four was with Guy Van Horn. He's just this guy I know. Uh, but episode four with Guy. So he's the, the CSM coordinator for the Charleston County Sheriff's Office in Charleston, South Carolina. Uh, you know, great story. Uh, I love his work in the ministry uh, with the Billy Graham program that he works with. It's phenomenal. Uh, his response that he does all over the Southeast and nation. Um, he and his wife, they're great people, great resources. Glad to have him on the show. He also gave us a great story. So if you're interested in any of that, definitely go back and, and check episode four out. Uh, episode five, that was straight in to the nuts and bolts of what some of the, what we're talking about with Cliff Richards. So Cliff uh, he's the president of the Hale Foundation based in Augusta, Georgia. And Cliff is really one of those resources that is not, he was the, I want to say the first resource we had on the show that technically is not the first responder inside the first responder network. We kind of sucked him in is the best way to describe it. But Cliff brought this whole concept of a, a foundation that targets men and addiction and how they helped them and how they helped us get a project off the ground called Valor Station. And I'm going to talk about that guy who brainchilded that in just a minute, but staying with Cliff for a minute, you ought to listen to Cliff's story. It is phenomenal. In episode five, Cliff hits the nuts and bolts of the real world stuff that doesn't just affect men. It affects everyone. It affects first responders. It affects military members and it's good information. So, you know, jump back on episode five, check it out. You know, after Cliff, I, I reached outside of my, and I say close network because my network is really Southeast and into the South a little bit. And I reached out to this guy in the Midwest who I've known for coming up on a year now. Uh, his name is John Sanders. Uh, he's a firefighter paramedic from the Midwest. Uh, and I'm going to tell you, if you haven't heard of John Sanders, or you haven't heard of his podcast called The Fire Inside, I'm going to tell you right now, John Sanders, great resource in the CISM community, uh, in the, I'd like to say in the religious community as well. He brings some very, very impactful information to our listeners. So go back, jump on episode six for John and, and hear what he's got to say. Now I went into episode seven, with one of my closest confidants uh, in regards to, and I like to say it like this, it's how the CISM peer takes care of each other. Um, when I bounce problems, personal problems that I've had uh, in regards to dealing with traumatic events, I go to another peer uh, since I'm certified in that. And that's the best way we do it because peers understand peers. So Chad's the guy I go to. And Chad Newman, who I'm talking about in episode seven, uh, he brings his story to the table. 
Uh, Chad Newman is a phenomenal resource for police officers. Uh, he recently retired from the Columbia, South Carolina Police Department uh, after a very good career in the Columbia Midlands area of South Carolina, serving in narcotics, serving in canine handling and patrol. Uh, rewarding career. He was shot in the line of duty. I don't want to say early in his career, but on the earlier side of his career. And he continued to work his entire career with a bullet lodged inside him. And I'm going to tell you, great story. He speaks a lot of truth. And if there's anything I can say about Chad, Chad's someone you can lean on. Uh, and there's a lot to that story. So a couple of weeks ago, I'm going to tell you, episode eight aired. And that was our old buddy, Patrick Cullinan. Let me tell you, old Pat there, you know, we, we had a great show with Pat. Pat shed some insight on uh, Valor Station. He did some about his personal story. Uh, he is a great resource. And I'm going to tell you, when you start thinking about um, projects, uh, stuff to help first responders, uh, I really do pass on the front of my thoughts and thinking about what can we do for this or that to take care of this or that person. So I'll tell you, Pat's a great resource. I, I love Pat to death and I'm, I'm glad he jumped on our show a couple of weeks ago. Uh, step back and listen to his show. Um, you know, for the last show of 2020, Pat was a good one to end on. Cause I'm going to tell you, and I know I keep saying, I'm going to tell you because if you've check marked it by now, I've probably said, I'm going to tell you, but I'm going to tell you, Pat's a good one. <laughs> So, like I said, eight shows, 2020. We finished the year strong with some great people. Uh, hundreds of views on our various platforms, and that's phenomenal. But the bigger thing that I want to say about our eight shows with our hundreds of views is the fact that people reached out to us. You know, hundreds of views really isn't what some of them big conglomerates would say is a lot. But when you make an impact on people who listen or listen to the show or what have you, they reached out so that we could connect them with resources and it made a difference. And somebody, I don't care if it's just one person, guess what? It made a difference. So these late nights of cramming these shows together and putting them together and getting them set up for launch guess what? Worth it. Worth it, man. Was it worth it? So I'm excited about that. So I just wanted to talk about 2020 real quick. You know, it was a rough year for a lot of people. Um, the great part is, is today is the start of a new year. Happy new year. Welcome 2021. Let's get this thing off right. 2020 is behind us and let's truck on. That's the way I like to say it. Let's truck on. So for a minute, I want to speak to our first responders directly. If you're not a first responder, just listen for a minute because I need to talk to my first responder friends directly. A lot of us were basically thrown in a bunch of crap this year. There's no way I can describe it other than that. A lot of us um, had your hands tied or politics dictated some crap at work. I mean, it was just a, a crappy year, even and I know the pandemic combined with the political atmosphere did a lot of that. However, this past year and in my 20 plus years in law enforcement and fire service, I can tell you was probably the year of the most crap I've seen put on first responders from certain aspects. I say that to say this, 
it was also the year that I saw the most love poured out on first responders as well. I have seen more texts, more phone calls. I've seen more posts on social media sites. I've seen more thankful memes. I've seen, uh, you know, countless acts of, you know, encouragement and love and care for members of our first responder community. And it does not go without saying that we appreciate it. So first responders, I know you guys agree with me. Um, but you know, as well as I do, we didn't, we didn't take the, the job for the money. We didn't seek these jobs for the money. We didn't seek it for the glory either. You don't sign up and get a medal of valor right off the bat. It's nothing like that. Um, we took these jobs because we want to help others and, and try to fix their crap and sometimes take their crap from them to help them. So right now, just, I want to say to our first responders, keep on trucking. I'm telling you, it is not unnoticed. Our supporters and our communities, they see it. They know what we do and they know what we're about. Now, speaking to our military members at this moment, and I know a lot of our first responders serve in the military, but I want our military members to hear this as well. Our military, you guys do phenomenal work, uh, whether it's local, whether it's inside the U.S., or whether it's around the world. Um, I'm proud to have military people in my life. I'm proud to be close to several Um I'm proud to, I'm proud of our nation's military. That's the best way I can describe it. You guys do a lot to protect us. Um, and just know that this year has been just as crappy for you. Y'all have gotten thrown in the mud just as much as some of our first responders from various things. But just like I said about our first responders, you guys have felt the love as well because I've seen a lot of posts and a lot of love poured out on you guys and just know from a first responder and from a citizen, I will tell you, Sarge really does appreciate our nation's military. I love you guys, and I, and I thank you. And then the last group I wanted to talk to is the supporters. Anybody who is a family member, a friend, a, a neighbor, a colleague, anything of a first responder or a military member, we appreciate every moment that you stand there and push us and or pick us up. Sometimes we need that, uh, but p push us to do better, that you listen to us, that you talk to us, that you thank us. We, we love that. We need that because that's what keeps us going, honestly. Like I said before, it's not about the money. It ain't about the, the awards or the, the glory or anything like that. It's, it's about service. We, we thrive on service. And when we know that we're making an impact as first responders, and I know the military feels the same way, then we know our work is done and that makes us feel fulfilled. So I want to go into this next part with talking about one thing, because I'm not going to take up a lot of your time today. This show is really to pave the way for 2021. Today's show is about 2021. It is a new year. Stress management is the key. That's what I want to say today. You know, there's important factors when you're thinking about stress management. And obviously the very first thing is your mental health. Your mental health is extremely important. I am not kidding here. 
I want you to think about the stress you have in your lives for a minute and think about how you deal with it. You know, I'm going to talk about, you know, some of this substance abuse issues and stuff like that. But more importantly, the mental health and how you manage your stress is key. Do you have, I like to say, do you have a circle? Do you have an outlet? Think about what you do to deal with your mental health. Um, if you've got any, you know, questions or, or comments about that, please don't hesitate to put them in any of our platforms and allow us to answer it because questions you may have about mental health is also going to be questions that someone else may have, and they may read those comments or just hit us an email directly. If you need a resource, uh, you need a connection to something. Don't hesitate to hit me up directly. My email is Sarge at the SOSshow.com. Um, or you can go through our website, the SOSshow.com. You can go straight to the website and you can email me that way. It don't matter. I just want to make sure that there's an outlet to hook you up with, to get you the help you need. But talking about mental health, one of the best ways to help deal with your stress and your mental health is through physical health. Physical health is important as well. You know, a lot of us, and I speak for a large majority of first responders, we tend to work hard to get through the schooling and the academy. And then like once we hit that goal, we tend, because of what we do, we tend to start eating like crap. And then after we start eating like crap, we start treating our bodies like crap. And it's just a continuous cycle. And there's a lot of people out there. And if I had a two-way camera looking right now, I know for a fact that y'all are like, yep, he's right. Our physical health is important. Uh, we got involved with the program here not too long ago. And I say not too long ago, it's been going on two and a half, three years now. Um, but it's called F3 Nation. F3 is phenomenal. Uh, you should look for the what program near you. There's, there's F3, what they call AOs, all over the nation. Uh, you go to F3Nation.com and you find your locale and you hook up with them. It's a free workout group. Uh, they, they, it's a brotherhood. Um, this is for the men. I will say that, but I'm not saying we don't help and promote the female side of it. It's called FIA, F-I-A action, FIAinaction.com. The ladies on that side are just like the men. So F3 stands for fitness, fellowship, and faith. FIA stands for females in action. I'm just telling you right now, two good programs, but they push a fitness platform to a degree nothing hard. It's nothing bad. And it's nothing that somebody who is 10 years old all the way up to, we've got people that do it at seven years old. It's, it's something for everybody. So don't look at it and say, well, I can't do CrossFit. It's not CrossFit. It's what you can do to make you better. The key to it is physical conditioning and getting yourself out there and doing something. So I say that because a lot of us, one thing I did um, when I was a, a supervisor on the road is on the weekends, I would go to various schools and I would get out when I was working and I would check the property. Now, how do you check a school? You literally park your car, you lock the door and you start walking. Once you make your way around the entire structure, you've walked a lot. And if you check, just three schools on a Saturday and then three schools on a Sunday. Guess what you just did? You did community service 
while exercising. That's something more than I would have done say four or five years ago. So that's a big deal there. Um, physical health is important. Just find something. Our, our firemen friends that are getting back to the firehouse after a call and, and they're chilling out and they're all sitting down and they're not doing nothing. And let's just say our right, two hours have done gone by and we're still sitting down, not doing nothing. Get off your butt, go do something, do some stair steps, go walk around the station. I mean, outside, go walk around the facility. Um, you know, you can, you can use stuff off of your fire truck to work out just like paramedics can think about this for a minute, guys, you sitting inside a station and let's say you got a slow station and you haven't called a call all day. What can you do to work out? You don't have a gym in there. Most of us don't, but what do you have? You got a million dollar fire truck or you've got a half million dollar ambulance sitting out there just loaded down with stuff you can use. So some think about this axes rolled up hose. This is stuff that we're talking about a fire truck. K-12 saw, um, jaws of life. Uh, here we go. We're getting on some good stuff, aren't we? Why can't you take that off the truck for five minutes and go out there and do some squats, holding it, um, over the head presses, using it, not using, not cutting it on and nah, 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 nah. no, I'm talking about putting it over your head and lifting the K-12 saw over your head 10 times. Do that three reps. Guess what? You just exercised to me and mess friends. Y'all got one of them things in the back of that, their ambulance. That's called a stretcher. Can you not go do a two person team lift with the stretcher, 10 reps and accomplish exercise? Same thing with, uh, let's say O2 tanks. They're not exactly light, but they're not heavy, but guess what they are? They're bulky and you can use those to do curls. Think about all these different items on your truck that you can exercise with. You know, the corrections environment is tend to be a little bit more fast and, and up pace, but let's say you're working night shift. What can you do inside the corrections environment? You can do calisthenics. You can do squats. You've got steps somewhere. You can do all kinds of stuff to stay healthy. It's important that we stay healthy physically as well. Uh, one thing that we're going to hit on early on this year is financial health. Financial health is very important and is something that is never, ever taught or even talked about. So I want to make sure we hit it early on. I've got a guest that I'm going to bring on a show named Kurt Mueller. Uh, Kurt is a phenomenal resource with financial planning, retirements, portfolios, and stuff like that. Kurt's going to be a great resource, and I look forward to having him on the show. Our financial health is important because most of us, like I said, very early on, we don't do this for the money. But we do have to prepare for retirement at some point. I'm thankful when I got in the business that it, it was an option for dispatchers, but I went ahead and did it because I knew I was going to try to be a law enforcement for, for life type thing. And I, I got asked if I wanted to start my retirement program. And I said, sure. Well, at 18 years old, I started my retirement, you know, and I wasn't making a lot, but what I was making, I was making time. It was actually logging time. So, um, I stand to retire with full benefits at the age of 45 and that's phenomenal. I'm looking forward to that, but Kurt's going to bring us some better information on financial health and financial management. So I'm looking forward to that show. Um, the, the last thing I want to talk about was stress management and the pandemic has really affected this for a lot of people, not just first responders, but relationships, family relationships, 
um, friend relationships, coworker relationships. I mean, more and more we're, we're not seeing mate. You might see two officers hanging out around each other. Um, whereas back in the day I could see three, four and five officers meeting up and talking. And when you talk, when you got a bunch of officers talking, they're kind of actually doing a little CISM work on themselves. They just don't know it. But if you can't do that as much now, because you got so many stringent rules in place, whether it's agency or uh, government issued, um, you tend not to have some of those resources available and that can be troubling. Uh, so relationships are important. I encourage you and, and, and I'm going to actually brag on a TV show. Uh, a lot of you heard of them, the impractical jokers, the, <laughs> I like to say the four New Yorkers that just, I mean, they're brutal on each other, but man, it's funny. You know, their show was really hitting the highest point right when the pandemic started or right before the pandemic. And when the pandemic started, they, they can't travel as much. They can't do their live shows as much. So they're, they're put the brakes on that. So they thought outside the box and they do this kind of dinner type thing on a platform like zoom. And they basically challenge each other to, to make a meal their own. Like, all right, tonight we're going to have steak and potatoes with this and that, you know, on the side and, you know, we'll see y'all next week for our steak and potato night. And then when they do it, they give each other crap, but guess what they did? They, they modified to make it work, to make the relationship work. And, and I'm going to tell you, it's been funny watching those shows. And I mean, their job is to give each other crap. So I'm not saying you should do that to give each other crap, but that's just a, you got to modify your friendship. So um, whether you use some kind of uh, platform to do a lot of video chatting, um, phone calls, texting, whatever it is, do something to keep these relationships alive. And relationships with your family inside your own home is of the most importance. Stay strong at it. Keep moving forward. Keep trucking on. Life's important. That's the bottom line with this. And we want to make sure that each of you have a very positive life. And we want to be able to offer you any resource possible. So if you hit, if you hear something that, that kind of hit a nerve or maybe made your light bulb go off and you want to talk about it, I ask you again, please don't hesitate to reach out to me directly, Sarge at the SOSshow.com, or hit me up on one of these social media platforms and ask me a question. Like I said, other people may hear it and need the answer as well. So substance abuse is the last thing I want to talk about. You know, that's, that's a big topic um, right along with suicide. So the pandemic has caused, and, and a lot of people um, have honestly the last, the best thing I can say because of what I said a minute ago with relationships, a lot of people have really um, kind of crawled back in the hole type thing and they're not going to sit there and be out as much and, and not have the relationships and not have the outlets for communication. So sometimes it's easier just to talk to the bottle or, take the medication or take the pill or even abuse illegal drugs. And it's such a bad thing for you. So if you feel like you need some help with your substance abuse, like it got out of hand, especially over this past year, please, we've got some resources hook, you know, let us know, let us hook you up. 
we've got connections for you. You know, believe in something higher than yourself. I said that earlier. I'm going to say it again. Uh, fitness, faith, and fellowship, the F3 motto. The third F is faith. It is so important to have faith in something higher than you. You know, it doesn't say that you have to believe in God. It doesn't say you have to believe in anything, just something higher than you. So by doing that, that actually will give you a new purpose in life. And I would really, really encourage you to figure out what that is. I am not talking to the Christians. I am not talking to any one religion. I'm not talking to the atheist. I'm talking to everybody. Believe in something higher than you. That's what matters. Now, I will tell you, I am a Christian and I am uh, a God-fearing, God-loving man. So I will tell you right now, I want to close today with one Bible verse. And that Bible verse is very, very, I want to say it's going to be very, very impactful for what I hope 2021 is. Uh, One of the biggest things that I will tell you, it has been a great driver of my life and my family's life and what it has done for us. Um, it's weird how stuff shows up at certain times in your life. And, and the cool part is, is this Bible verse is just that a lot of, you know what it is. And, and I'm going to tell you before I say the Bible verse, I am not a preacher. I am not a minister. I got a lot of friends that are, and I got a lot of love for them. I wish I had some of their knowledge, just a touch of their knowledge about the, uh, the Bible. Um, but I will tell you this Bible verse is Joshua one, nine, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged for the Lord. Your God will be with you wherever you go. I leave you with that. And I want you to have a great 2021, a very happy new year. Please take care of each other. Please take care of yourself and God bless. Thanks again for listening. Friends. Let me tell you, we are greatly appreciative of your support of the SOS show, the Striped Onion show, and we are just as grateful for the friends we have inside our CISM network. Don't forget to share today's SOS call on your social media platforms. That is critical to getting the word out. And also make sure to leave some comments on whichever platform you listen to us on. We will respond to you. Visit our website at some point, thesosshow.com, and check it out. See what we have there. Sign up for the email notifications about shows and events we have coming up in the future. This is all about the first responders, about their support circles. So we want to make sure that it is impactful. And until next time, we hope everyone has a great day and a great week. Y'all stay safe out there, and God bless.